Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the Fikemi Adoriju podcast. If this is your first time listening, hi, welcome to my podcast. I'm so glad to have you on here. And if you're a returning listener, what's good? What's popping? What's going on? My name is Fikemi Adoriju and I'm the host of this beautiful podcast. So before we get into the actual intro, right, I just want to apologize in advance for the background noise from this episode. This episode was recorded by 4 a.m. because that was the only time I could capture my mom. And just get her to record it with me because I really wanted this to be out on her birthday, which is today. So prior to this, getting her to accept the idea alone of being on my podcast was one thing. Then getting her to create time on her schedule or her just trying to create time on her schedule was another thing. So we could have recorded it another time, but I really wanted this to be out on her birthday because this episode is actually dedicated to her. So I'm just apologizing in advance for the background noise. I It's not extremely bad but it's not my regular content yet this is giving 2019 fikemi podcast but basically that's what it is so i just want to apologize first of all but apart from that this episode was really beautiful i enjoyed it a whole lot we spoke about love we spoke about motherhood and we spoke a lot about self-discovery i hope you enjoy listening and please subscribe so you get notified anytime i put out new content thank you and enjoy the episode you are now listening to the Fikemi Adoriju podcast, the home of quality content. Stay tuned. Hello. Hi, guys. I believe everyone is fine. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. My name is Kike Lomo Jumoke Adiruju, Pastor Mrs. Are you happy to be here? I'm really, really excited. I'm happy and it's an honor to Aww. be on your podcast. Uh, wow. Today's going to be a lot. So can you explain to them why it took me four years to get, to get you? <laughs> It took me four years to get you on my podcast. You're such, so, such a wonderful personality and very, very funny. You're so funny. <laughs> Is that why you're whining me? Why it took me so long? Because initially, I wasn't really taking you serious. Yeah. I was like, I didn't really... I didn't really see so much... Um, important mm-hmm. in what uh, what's my idea of podcasting mm-hmm. so it's as simple as that so you're just like what is this girl always doing like you're trying to wrap your head around it so why did you now agree to be on here now uh when i say that um uh, you know life is about evolving is about um and I would like to say every day you tend to learn to know more mm-hmm. and try to know more about the new generation, yeah. which we call Gen, Gen Z. There's Gen Z, yeah. Gen Z, there's Gen Z, but I believe you are a young adult. Mm-hmm. So podcasting was not so popular in Nigeria. So I don't really know much about it, but now... I can even say I also want to be a podcaster. Okay. <laughs> That's so nice to hear. 
So that's that's actually really nice to hear. But I'm glad you're here finally. And today, no, tomorrow. So the day after this is released is my mom's birthday. So happy birthday to you, mommy. Thank you so much. So like the reason why I decided to record this episode, right, is because I feel like you have so much wisdom and you obviously have so much experience in your 50 plus years of living and you don't look anything older than like 40 or let's say 30. Like we look like twins. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So you have like a lot of knowledge and a lot of words of wisdom. And I just feel like asking a couple of questions also to help us bond and like just to document memories so, Aisha, you ready for my questions? Yes, I'm prepared <laughs> for your questions. Okay, so I'm going to start off pretty light, right? The first question I have here is, what did you want to be growing up? Growing up? Wow. Fantastic. Growing up, I wanted to be a lawyer because I actually... Uh, but when I finished secondary school, I didn't really have uh my my grades in one sitting mm-hmm. when i saw my jam results i didn't have the cut off mark mm-hmm. for law. to study law so my one of my brothers that was already in the university now said the what the options that i have is english language mm-hmm. that was why and now I look at all the options available and now pick a course in faculty of hearts. Mm-hmm. So I now have the, I now my cut of my, although I score above 200, because yeah. that time it's really, really cut off point for jump is almost like 280 or more than that or between 250 upwards. So I, I think I scored 221. Oh, so okay. that was what, what what made me to go for English language arts mm-hmm. on that faculty of oh. arts humanities, and I didn't regret it. And I I was in the university from nineteen eighty eight mm-hmm. to nineteen ninety two, so. Interesting. So you wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a lawyer. What was like the drive behind it? The drive behind being a lawyer? Yeah, or was it because like, oh, you just liked how they looked? Uh, because it's a professional course. Mm-hmm. I've always uh, liked to be a professional. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I like corporate outlook. Yeah. And I always, I always like system, structure, management. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, to wake up, dress up, go to my office. Like the corporate life. I like a corporate life. I think I got it from you. (laughs) I didn't, you know, I like a corporate life and I like, you know, business. Maybe if I study law, I would have been a corporate um, lawyer. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm. So how was it like um, when you worked in the bank? When I walk, it was, it was pretty nice. So I was also able to fulfill my dreams mm-hmm. about being, uh, about having a corporate job. Yeah. Although that time I was, I was just trying to, uh, when when it comes to career, mm-hmm. just trying to find out and 
you what know you do. what I want to do because after graduating from university, I served in a, a newspaper house, standard newspaper. Mm -hmm. So I was a, one of their writers mm -hmm. and a proofreader then. Uh, so after that, got back to Lagos and I got a job in a bank. Mm -hmm. So as one of their marketing executive. So I was, I got a bank job. Mm -hmm. So I was there for some years working as a, as a marketer. Then they later moved me to Treasury Department. So, and I have a fantastic experience. So let's take you back a bit, right? So you've seen like my experience with university and stuff like that. So how would you compare my own experience in university to your own experience back then? Like what would you say is different, right? In yeah. terms of like the experiences I had in school, in a private university and the experiences you had, because you went to OEU, Obafemi Lower University. So, like, how would you compare the universities and how would you compare your experience? Like, what would you say, okay, I know if you came to experience, this is how my, like, the difference between uh, universities. Yeah, it's quite different because um, a lot of things have, um, have um, like, during my own time, there's no really telecommunication in terms of phone, mm -hmm. in terms of gadgets, uh were lacking we use um all these table phones we don't have personal phones yeah, no, mobile phone. no mobile phones so and if you want to call you have to go to the office and use uh, the the all those uh, the ones that, that you, you have, have to, to dial. so you have to turn it like yeah. several times yes during our own time we do more of theory Mm -hmm. And we never practicalize it. Mm. So there's no... We don't do internship. Like IT. We don't do IT. So most of the time... Uh, and the, the discipline then in a public school compared to now. Public school then were still... Although they're declining in standard, we, we still like... The hostel where I stay, Morimi Hall, if you go there now, you will see that it's been dilapidated, mm -hmm. no water, no, you know, the standard in terms of infrastructure is poor. It wasn't constantly renovated. It wasn't, <clears throat> so they don't maintain anything uh, compared to public investing now. And in terms of um, curriculum... Wait, so are you trying to say that it was well-maintained when you were there? It was still well... We can say it was still better mm -hmm. compared to now. Mm -hmm. And before I was in the university, I learned from my dad that it was really super. Mm. Even a graduate, they give, once you finish from university, they will give you a brand new car. And everybody. Everybody. And that time, they hit in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. They have a cafeteria. And that was why my father struggled to make sure that we all have education. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, he works at, he, he work as a non-academic staff mm -hmm. in the university. 
So it's one of the foundational staff mm-hmm. of OEU. So they have a cafeteria where students, they give them allowance. They give students allowance and they give them, you know, breakfast, lunch. They give them like very uh, in top quality standard of education that can become that. I think that time they were being controlled by maybe people that colonize us. Mm-hmm. So the cafeteria, they will eat first course, second course and everything. And money was being allocated and being used appropriately for the funding of the university. Mm-hmm. You know, that, so you will be happy to be in the university. You will want to, you will love to read. Mm-hmm. You know, so and get a car when you graduate. And get a car. But so like, was it like and, and people still travel abroad, but you 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 won't know the difference. So they they actually uh, have a standard like developed country like UK, like Germany, like America. So they are at par. So but later on, it started dwindling. Mm-hmm. The funding was no more there, you know. So strike started coming up. And mm-hmm. that is why when we now graduate and after some years, the standard was so bad mm-hmm. that as parents, we don't even want to put you in public university. We want to put you in private. Mm-hmm. So the t- standard in that those are you know when you get to OAU you see amphitheater you see drama uh, drama drama department very lovely amphitheater you know amphitheater would you do a whole convocation you know sports center ah, sports center then sports they do we do nuga games and we see yeah, we used to do nuga competitions and all that so it was really interesting that time i've already i was in scm that was my fellowship students christian movements Mm -hmm. that was my fellowship and we used to go to there was no courts courts was not so obvious Mm -hmm. you know you go there you pray sports center is our prayer center you know we have fellowship we have president we have vice president we have scm we have competition people come from me but don't you to do fellowship we have christian we have agape mm-hmm. you know we have so we have a lovely and up to now all we have people that we went to secondary school together went to uh, we even have people that we grew up in the same environment Mm -hmm. so I have a very rich background I went to the best school staff school uh, in OEU I went to Morimi High School you know and I now all within the campus environment so I have a very rich background so, like, comparing your experience to, like, my experience now. Like, well, that's what I'm saying, that your own experience, you went to a private university. Mm-hmm. So, private university, they actually, because of the money we pay, they give you appropriate standard of education. Mm-hmm. So, 
and we have value for our money. So, and private university, they know that they cannot give less than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the curriculum, they benchmark their curriculum with developed countries. Mm -hmm. Like you, you want to compare your school, you can compare it to lead university in UK. You can compare it to some schools in America. So those are what, uh, and what I also want to say is that internship also help, you know, because I think each of each year you mm -hmm. have to have six months. No, it's only, it was only fourth year we did six months. So like several years, do three months. So, but the most important thing when it comes to being social, when it comes to academics, because, you know, experiences in social experience, academic experience, uh, compared to yours, compared to mine, when you come to, it depends on uh, the person. It depends on the person, but you know, um, young adults, the way they reason is different. Now you are more, you tend to know a lot about life mm -hmm. because of the new all this uh, phone av availability of internet internet access uh, internet because you have internet digital age because mm -hmm. we are in digital age you know a lot you information <laughs> mm -hmm. you know have a lot of information about everything is right at your feet so we we in our own generation we are not exposed to the world we're just what our parents teach us and we try to know other things, maybe through books. Mm -hmm. But internet was not really available at our disposal like that. So that makes so that internet access make the younger generation to know a lot, even more than their parents. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of experience. You have a lot of experience. That's why, as parents, we too have to hop our games and try to try to also flow with digital age evolve. because we have to evolve. If we don't evolve, you'll be left behind. Mm -hmm. So that's why, as you are learning, we also want to be a step ahead of you. So you can guide us. So. Apart from guiding you, even for to benefit, mm -hmm. because we are in digital age, mm -hmm. so you cannot survive. You cannot even survive. <laughs> if you, <laughs> you will die. <laughs> well, that's true. If you don't know how to, you want to go to the bank. You don't know how to use your ATM account. You want to do stuff. You want to do business. Mm -hmm. E-commerce is there, so you really have to be on top of your game. Because like you said, when you started, every day you're learning something. Every day you have to learn. Like, learning never ends. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I want to, to take home from this conversation. <laughs> so learning, it mm -hmm. can never end. Mm -hmm. And another thing is that life is in phases. Mm -hmm. And you must be dynamic mm -hmm. as a human being. You must adapt to change. Mm -hmm. You must evolve. You must change. You must transform. 
you either transform positively or negatively. Mm-hmm. So it's better you transform positively. Mm-hmm. Use internet positively. Mm-hmm. Be a godly person, you know? Yeah. So any negativity mm-hmm. will not give you in positive results. Mm-hmm. So everything you do in life is for your own good. So anything, if they caution you to do this or do that, you have to decide. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be good or bad? If you are good, there's a, there's a, a result. Mm-hmm. If you are bad, there's a result. So you have to choose. Okay. So thank you for those wise words. <laughs> um, another thing I would like to ask is, in terms of you speaking about like grandpa and how he was like in school and him putting his best to give you and um your brothers the best education, how was your relationship with family like like with your brothers, your mom and your dad? Like how would you say, like briefly talk about your wow. relationship as the only girl and the last born out of five? It was, it was quite um interesting. <laughs> it was interesting and uh, I was uh, the pet. I was the last born, the only girl. So um, I'm daddy's girl, and everybody liked me. So growing up, it wasn't that I wasn't really sports, but I just see that everybody was pampering me, mm-hmm. and all eyes were on me. And my dad, my dad especially loves me so much. Mm-hmm. Loved me so much, and. He actually make sure that he's always, when I was growing up from age one to like secondary school, he's always around me, taking me to school, bringing me back. While mommy go to work, he's always there to take me to school and bring me back. So I'm always, even when he brings me back from school, he will bring me, we will go to his office. I will be there till we leave for the house. So I've always had it. Maybe that's why I I was a moralist, you know. Mm. So I've always, so he's always, I always see him. He's a gentle, quiet man. Doesn't, you know, so. And. He was a chilled guy. Grandpa was soft. He was a soft guy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so like, how was your relationship with your mom? My relationship with my mom is fantastic. I don't mean now. I mean like back then. How was it like? then? Back then was fantastic. You know, I was the only girl and my mother is fashionable. Mm -hmm. So the, and I always look at her. He likes, you know, buying clothes, buying trendy clothes. He, he used to have pins on her leg, you know. He likes it. Take, she takes good care of herself mm-hmm. and she's quite a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. So we go to church, you know, you have clothing for our outing. Make sure that I'm being uh, properly dressed uh-huh. And it's so particular about we always fight about creaming the body, <laughs> you know, because I don't really, 
I just discovered that I'm not so fashionable then. Mm-hmm. So it's always ah, yeah, it was. So you guys were like the opposite because she was not totally opposite, mm-hmm. but not as fashionable as her. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't take take time to cream them back them, and I have a very rough skin, mm-hmm. so very sensitive. So when I wear short skirts, and we live in the quarters and. There's so many, we have fields and all that. Mm-hmm. So we have these insects that mm-hmm. used to sew. I have to wear something that is uh, that will cover. So I started wearing, because each time I have a bite, I'll have a black spot. So, and I need to cream well. Then I remember I used to have toothache. They take me to the dentist and all that. So... I'm closer to my dad than my mom. But my mom is a chill. Very and nice. grandma is also soft. <laughs> I don't even want to ask you if you had anybody you were talking to when you were younger because you were SU, scripture union, or just Jesus. <laughs> Jesus at your house. <laughs> so <laughs> I know that you were, not, you were not talking to anybody like growing up. Like I, I told you, I'm daddy's girl. Uh-huh. So I'm always, my daddy, I'm always around. But I just discover that I'm conservative. Mm-hmm. Not because I miss you. No, like because your person. my parents were not as you. My mm-hmm. parents were go to Anglican church. We go to church on Sunday, but I know they are godly. Mm-hmm. They are godly. They don't fight. They don't, you know, when they have arguments sorted out, they my father it's a godly man going to church and all this. So I, it, I grew up from a Christian background. Uh, but it's not really a fanatical, maybe, you know, church, church, no. But because my mother is outgoing and goes to party, you know. So, but I'm just cons- conservative. I'm very, I like quiet life. And maybe because I grew up also in the quarters, Mm-hmm. So I'm not exposed to, you know, quiet. I like quiet. I can be in the house from Monday to now. It's like enjoying myself, cooking, doing house chores. And mm-hmm. I enjoy that. So I don't party. I don't club. I don't do all that. You too, you, you just see that, okay, when they are doing all those horrible stuff or it may not be horrible to <laughs> them. Horrible. But you just see that, you say, you can't do this. So. And you will just stay where you are supposed to stay. You don't, I can't even explain what made me to be, you know. I can't, but I know it's God. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, and when you now come to relationship, I never had, I always l- like, uh, want to marry a decent man, mm-hmm. a man that knows God, mm. a handsome man, mm. because I'm, I believe I'm beautiful. Oh, yeah, I'm you're... tall. Mm-hmm. When I was serving, I have a long hair. Mm-hmm. Not when I, I was trying to say that every stage of my life, I know that I'm a beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. I'm tall, I'm slim, I'm dark. I have mm-hmm. pointed nose. <laughs> With a clear eyes, oh, so I have I I I have a self worth mm-hmm. from 
that's why at times your dad or some people may feel I'm a bit proud, <laughs> you know, because every time I remind myself that I'm a woman being, and every time I remind myself that I can make it, every time I remind myself that and and I'm contented. Yeah, contented. So like you move with that mindset. I move. There's nowhere I am. But before now, I was a bit timid mm-hmm. in terms of expressing myself. When I was 40, I was still struggling expressing myself, mm-hmm. you know. So what I would say is that as a young, as young as you are, once you are focused, mm-hmm. you have a self-worth, self-esteem. That was what helped me. So even before I started having relationship, mm-hmm. I was doing what you I, wanted to do. Yeah, I want to finish secondary school. I have a passion to go to university. Mm-hmm. I entered university and I was reading, having it in mind that I must graduate with good grades. Mm-hmm. So I and I. I never... You're a focused person. I'm a focused person. So even and when I, relationship even, came... Even when I was investing, I used to advise... Um, I used to advise my brothers. <laughs> I used to write notes. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> you were an annoying sister. <laughs> so they always... Even their friends, mm-hmm. they would say, ah, your sister, they don't even come near me because <laughs> I will finish them with... They are friends that smoke. They are friends that womanize. They will bring girls, girls to the house, do all sorts. But I will go and I can't talk to them because they, my brother, they, my immediate brother, he was even reminding me recently, say, you know, I, with seven years, I'm older than you. I say, hey, so you should be taking care of your junior sister now. <laughs> so I will write, no, the, the one that I'm next to, seven years, not to talk of, the first out of four. Or, you know, so I'm I'm like a little kid. So I don't <laughs> even have mouth. So I would just write, you, your friend came here, you brought guests home, can you call, don't drink. It, it's not good to drink. It's not good to do that. I would write it and drop it for them. So I would, some girls, I would see them as I'll be, this one, this one has come, I saw you in our house. Right? <laughs> I would just say, mm, this one. I was mm, this one, you know. <laughs> and when I was, I would cook in the house. I would take care of the house. I, I like because my mom actually have a shop and does a sales provision. So I like packing things. I like setting up. Is I'm used to it. And my daddy is very neat. Mm-hmm. My dad cannot stay everywhere. Must be neat. Is my dad is homely. Mm-hmm. So I so. That's why I'm homely. <laughs> so I like, I can't, anywhere I would arrange things. I like arranging things. Yeah, even so when she culture. came into my room for us to record, she already turned over everything <laughs> in my so, room. But like, how did you meet daddy? I, the first day I saw your dad, I think I saw your dad. Where did I meet your dad? I saw your dad in an event. So the first day I met your dad, he's like, wow. Was wearing a white shirt, using his, uh, 
Just look at it. My mind just went, brah. See that, bra. Who is this guy? You know, at that time, I've finished university. Mm. I've served. So I went for a function, and I saw him there. And I just... He caught your attention. It just caught my attention like that. And, you know, mm -hmm. I just... Who is this guy? And that was all. And now I didn't... You know, when you you have a deep thought mm -hmm. and you now caution yourself and bring yourself back to consciousness <laughs> that is what is is somebody, but you like you, as a person, you like the person. And, so calm down, relax. Not, what's your business? So, <laughs> this person is one of the people that are here to, for a function. You two, yeah. So mind your... Business. Day or day. Day or day, like you used to do. <laughs> so I day my day. The day is day. <laughs> so we now, you know. So he was just now looking at me. Say, ah, how are you? Can I come? I've heard about you. Are you uncle your sister? Is a family friend mm -hmm. to my um my sister in law. Okay. So he's <clears throat> actually a friend to my sister to my my sister-in-law's family sister-in-law the brother um, mm -hmm. so that's how we started conversation from conversation we became friends so and uh, when we became friends exchange address and uh, phone numbers and started calling started visiting i was working in a bank then so like was he talking to you all the like every night? You guys are talking every night. So how was he like? We used to normal, normal, normal dating. We started with dating. So I, he invites me for church program. I will invite him for church program. We started getting serious. Started talking every day. When you are dating, you will talk. Every Do you know day. there are some people that think that when you're in a relationship, you don't need to talk every day. No, you have to talk every day, depending on the level. Mm -hmm. You have to, we didn't define our relationship as in meet somebody, define your relationship, you know, as Christians. Mm -hmm. We started by being friends mm -hmm. and is a loving person. You understand? Because I'm a bit naive. I, I've I've not really had so many relationships. Back then? Back then. I have boys that like me, mm -hmm. toast me, and we just laugh about it and all that. So I never really have a serious relationship. So, so was he was your first? Forward to having a serious relationship. And he's actually the first person I like. Mm -hmm. All the others, you know, like play... You just like just laugh. You, know. you didn't take them seriously. Take them. But this one, because I was working, I was working in a bank. Okay, so you were comfortable so with where you like, were. I was twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah, that was your first relationship. That was my first relationship. <laughs> wow, I was twenty four. When was my first relationship? You? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I know you've had relationship, but. Maybe like 20 or 90. Yeah, 19. So 24 was my first really proper relationship because I've been a, 
a born again Christian. So is it a, no, but like, is it that as a born again Christian, you can't have a relationship? You can have relationship, but you can't have a life partner, and you can't have sex with a man. No, what I mean is that is there you like you can have relationship, you can have friends, mm-hmm. you can have dates, but you can't really because of the way the world has turned to. Mm-hmm. We want to set boundaries. Okay, I get what you mean. So like you can't have like a partner partner except you guys are looking to settle down for marriage. Yeah. So like you just be friends. Boundaries. So you just be friends till you're ready to get married. You just be friends. That's how it was for you That's guys. How, because even if the person is joking, ah, you are my wife, you can say yes. But uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you be whining each other. <laughs> so you know that's okay. You are still in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the excuse you'll be giving the person, I'm this, so I have this, so I want to accom-. Even when I was with your dad dating him, I was telling him, I can't marry now. I can't get married now. He was saying he wants to settle down. I was still saying no, that we don't have a house, we don't have a car. I want to have work, I want to buy this, I want. To. So it got to a point, he said, if I is ready to be 31, and if it's, uh, if I'm not ready this year, I think we 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 were able to cut for like two years, one and a half years or so. That's that he's ready to settle down, and you guys have to get married. Yeah, we have to get married. If I'm not ready, then maybe he will have to move on or something like that. That was the day he said that. Mm-hmm. So, and because I like him, I just said, said we, uh, all those things, we will get them and all that. But, like, why didn't you want to settle down? Is it because, like, there was no house here, no car, no all this stuff? Because I have, I, I like, I've, like I told you, I've always have my own mind. Mm-hmm. And I believe I'm educated. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, I don't want to be at the mercy mm-hmm. of my partner. I want to be a supportive wife. Mm-hmm. So because I actually I was a banker. Mm-hmm. So and I was a banker and from there I think I got another job as a manager in UTC. Mm-hmm. I was the customer service manager for years. So I have an official car and all that. So I didn't, um, I, I knew what I want. So you're like, let's just take time. But like, I was like, let's just take time. Because well, he didn't have the he time. He doesn't have a house. Mm-hmm. He was staying with his sister. He was staying in his sister's house. And that is actually my grudge. Sister or gra- auntie. Auntie, yeah. Was staying in his auntie, in the Oh, apartment. so because he was still living with his auntie so and he wanted to marry was, you. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you were angry. That was why I was saying I'm not ready. Oh, so like, why did you finally decide that okay, let so me just? What now happened is that I was I didn't talk that okay or I've agreed, mm-hmm. but what happened is that he now got a job. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that time he was even working. That auntie is staying with. He was even working with the husband of the auntie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everything is like. <laughs> 
too family family oriented so i wasn't comfortable with all that so he now got a job they now gave him a car and my own brother our firstborn got it was he was working somewhere so i now got a job was now transfer as a manager you now have to relocate to Ibadan or your state. So the apartment was now vacant. So they now, because by that time we are planning to get married, they now offer us to continue with the rent. Mm -hmm. They have six months to 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 uh, lapse that uh, year, their year rent. So they now offer us their two bedroom apartments. And we started our life there with a mattress on the floor. So they left their gas cooker for us. They have a gas cooker for Bona. They left it. They left. Uh, they didn't leave. They, they went away with their, their furniture, gas cooker, and a mattress. So that's how you guys started. Did you see yourself having like this kind of house and cars and all that? I never. But would you say that that's important? I, I didn't even know yeah. that we will ever have. Mm-hmm. Because we started with little, very little beginning. Mm-hmm. And where we started, it's mushy. Yes. Yeah. And we give back to Fikayo in mushy. Mm-hmm. So we started from there in two bedroom. There was no water. My house, we have to fetch water every day. And we, have, we, we, we were there, we got married. We, don't have, we have nothing except the mattress. Mm-hmm. So our gifts, we have gifts. The wedding uh, gifts. Wedding gifts. Uh, all the money they gave us, we, went to, mm-hmm. we used it to buy television. <laughs> so we started with Gold Star Television. Oh, poor. Shout out to Gold Star. Mm-hmm. So, like, would you say... Um, in terms of like getting married and stuff, is it important for you to have a house and car first? No, no, no. That's not. Once you have the potentials, mm-hmm. and when I'm talking about potentials, that is, um, you are a, both of you. You have skills. Mm-hmm. Minimum is to be a graduate. Not mm-hmm. to my my own. Mm-hmm. You start from graduate level, <laughs> not OND graduates they have skills have a purpose like i was telling you have a purpose mm-hmm. they have a purpose but my own purpose was a bit wobbly mm-hmm. because i was bringing up children so i was changing career my career i'm you i was using it to fit into my you know family so that i would bring up my family i was i i wasn't totally to my career it's now that i want to Mm -hmm. yeah so but that's really interesting really really interesting but when i was in it it's now that i'm getting to know the why or the why or the why Mm -hmm. but i know that i have a strong will your daddy is a very, your dad is a very focused man, mm-hmm. and he has a very strong will. Mm-hmm. 
and he has printed landmark of what he wants to achieve mm -hmm. because he's a man he has ambition and that's why he's a very ambitious person mm -hmm. and and that's what helped us so like um relating to like you and daddy right if someone had told you that oh you're going to be a pastor daddy was going to be a pastor will you still have married him no 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 in fact i didn't even know he would be a pastor mm -hmm. because i we didn't i didn't marry him being a pastor mm -hmm. i'm we just were just christians mm -hmm. when i got married to him i just like him mm -hmm. we fell in love and we, so if they told you he was going to be a pastor I will not marry him. <laughs> if they told you he was going to be a pastor. If I know he's a pastor, mm. I will not marry him. Why though? Because I'm very reserved. I don't like I don't like people putting me out there. Mm -hmm. I don't like talking. <laughs> I don't like I'm just very you to know, yourself. I'm very into myself. Even if if I see somebody on the road, if the person did not see me, if it's somebody I know, I will not call the person to. I will just dodge and go my way. You just like being, I yeah. Like being I am still myself. like that. Like you like just being in your own space. I just like, like don't put me out there. I don't like, but I don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so I was going to ask like, so how are you now able to like maneuver your way and like? I'm still evolving, mm -hmm. and I'm. I thank God because I know when I was in secondary school, I was quiet mm -hmm. and a little bit timid mm -hmm. because I'm the last born, you know. My brothers, they always, this little girl, this mm -hmm. little. So I was a bit timid. So I always want to marry. So I always wish to marry somebody that is not quiet. So that was. And you got your wish. So I now it's part of the traits mm -hmm. because my husband is funny. He can make you laugh. Mm -hmm. We can gist. Mm -hmm. You know, he likes he can take takes care. I, I saw him like a elderly brother, you know. Uh, so and I know he will take care of me. That was why I got married to him. So like now as like a pastor yourself and like a pastor's wife, how has it been like man like managing that especially because like you're a reserved person yeah it's really not easy mm -hmm. it's not easy because all eyes will be on you and you have responsibility your husband is no more your husband as in is your husband but it's a man of the people mm -hmm. so it's as See if is he, is he, pri privately is your husband, publicly is husband to her. <laughs> because people's body is his own body. Mm -hmm. But when you understand that you are serving God and you see him as a servant of God, mm -hmm. is another ball game. So you will just know that you are in it together and you start praying for him. And you know that okay, he has a call upon his life. You'll be praying for him. Mm -hmm. That's the best you could, I'm doing. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, we're going to take a little break, right? And I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about me. So this is like a game, just like break the tension because we've been talking a lot, right? So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about me. 
that I expect you to know. And if you don't get it, <laughs> if you don't get it, we'll actually fight. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. This one is obvious to everybody. Please guess it in the name of God. Who is my favorite secular artist? Secular artist? Is it the Davido Bonaboy? You have only one option. <laughs> Davido. Okay, correct. Clap for yourself. If you had missed it, Tina Bonaboy. Okay, um, the second question is, who am I close? Like, there are two people that you should know. That you, like, there are two people who you are, you know are closest to me, right? And two people that you know. So who are my two closest friends, like male and female? Ah, male is AGK, AGK <laughs> guy. Then the other one is your prayer, your prayer partner. Uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, let me see, let me remember. I'm actually not going to remind you. Oh, I know. Because I'm always I'm talking happy, about her. I'm not happy that I do remember now. <laughs> Because I know she will not be happy to... <laughs> what's her name now? I know she stays... She's a very close, very beautiful lady. She also has the first letter of her name. Yeah. P. Precious. Yeah. <laughs> Precious. Precious. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's right. Um, The last game, right, before we get back to the conversation... Uh, it's not really a game, but like I'll say, you should describe me in three words. Three words. How would you describe me? <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? Is wonderful. One. Hilarious. <laughs> Two. Very, very accommodating. Oh, three. Okay, okay. <laughs> you've passed. You've passed. You've passed. Okay, so, um, so this question I'm about to ask you, right? I've always wanted to know, right? So, like. How would you describe the day I was born? Like, tell me about the day I was born. You were born. Woo. I can't even. That's. That's actually like 23 years. Or 22 and a few months. That's really a hard one. I remember when I gave birth to Ficola, you were there. Yeah. The day I was about giving birth to Ficola, but you, the day I was about giving birth to Ficola. Fikemi, I gave birth to you in Ogudu, mm-hmm. and it was really, it was, was it? No, that's Fikola. Mm. But to be candid, all my pregnancy, God has been so faithful. Mm-hmm. It was at ease. I don't do operation. I don't always have a protruding tummy that will be so big. You know, we didn't know you were pregnant for Ficola till My like... tummy is always as if I'm six months. Yeah. So I always have wonderful pregnancy experience from... I'm a strong woman. Mm-hmm. Your mom is strong. I'm strong at heart. I'm strong physically to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. I don't have issues with my health. Mm-hmm. So I've always been a strong to the glory of God. So all of you, I had a wonderful experience during my um, antenata because mm-hmm. your daddy is very caring mm-hmm. and he's always um, 
I think it's always there. Yeah. I remember when we gave us to Ficola. I think the day I think the day he gave us to Ficola and Sibidemi was staying with us. That's mm-hmm. my dad's sister. And so daddy came down, came to the house and he was rushing and he was like, um, I think you were about to go into labor or something. He should have came back and he was rushing yeah. and he was beside the staircase. So he was, so Fikayo and I were coming down. When I, ah, why are you rushing? He said, ah, leave, 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 leave before your mommy will skin me alive. Please, oh, I need to get this. I need to get that. He was just rushing. He was just like, he, because we witnessed like you being pregnant for Fikola. Yeah. And we found out you were pregnant one day when you fell down beside the fan. I fell down. So you were in, the room, right? You guys' room, and then you now fell beside the fan, and Daddy was trying to hide it from us. So he just said, "Ah, no, everything's fine. Just close the door." So Fika and I, you sharp kids, were like, <laughs> "What's happening?" So he took you to the hospital because I think you did not know you were pregnant. Did you know you were pregnant for Fikola? No. It was like until when we got to the hospital. That was like six months. Was it up to six months? No, 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 no. Ah, no. But when did you find out? I find out now. A month. Because we, you didn't tell us, though. No, no, no. You didn't tell no, us. No. So, I, I didn't tell uh, It was when? I didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, and I have a four months. You will even know I'm pregnant. Yeah, so, like, it was after you fell down, right? So, it was yeah. when we now got back. Daddy now told us so that yes. when he's at work, we'll know what to do. <laughs> So then we now said like listening to him or your tummy when he was kicking. So we just run. So you don't know, like he's kicking. You know how this black line. Uh, so, so we now come and put like if you call her, I be kicking. We used to be so excited. And I was want like I wanted a girl so bad. I think I wanted a boy. So we're always like oh, it was. I wanted a sister. No, I didn't want a sister because like I was like princess of the house and everything. But I wanted a sister because like. You know, Fikaya was using me for football. I was always goalkeeper. And I just needed someone to vindicate me. So, like, I was always, like... We were always praying, Sha. So, Fikaya would be like, no, it's going to be a boy. And I'd be like, no, it's going to be a girl. And then we'll start fighting. Like, it's a girl, it's a girl. And then he'd be like, it's a boy. And I remember the day Fikola came, he now called us and now jumped and hit my head on the roof upstairs. Because I was standing on the chair, like the arm of the chair, and I jumped and hit my head on the roof. And we were so excited. We were like, we have a brother, we have a brother. Yeah. And like, just most times when I look at Fikola, right, that's my little brother, and I'm like, I was there when this boy was born, and looking at him now that he's going to be 15, I'm just like, I can't imagine how you guys look at us. Because I always see him as a child. When he's talking sometimes, I'm like, ah, it's not this boy that they gave it to when. So like, as parents, like, how is it just seeing your kids grow up before your eyes are just it's lovely it's wonderful and it shows that god is good it shows that god is is awesome mm-hmm. it shows that god is is god that gives mm-hmm. it's god that makes the impossible to be possible it's a god that is everlasting god that's mm-hmm. just it because it's a God of growth. Mm. It's God that makes human beings. So it's, it shows the power of God. That's mm. sim- it's as simple as that. So, so how do you say you came up with my name? Oluafikemi. Your name? It's mm-hmm. your dad that named all of you. Really? Yeah. It's your dad that creates the name. <laughs> it's your dad that formed the name. So and we both agree. 
Because he he's told the one that formed the name. He told us that he had it because you know that his Bible that he's had for years. Yeah. So he wrote like our names, how he got our names. Your dad do. I don't even. I've never had Uluafi Kemi. I've never Uluafi Kuolami. I've never even. I didn't know people bear that name. <laughs> it was only Fikayo you had heard. I've never heard Uluafi Kayomi. Really? That's the first time. And now to say Uluafi Kemi, mm-hmm. Uluafi Kolami, is your dad that is. Wow. So, what name did you give me? Elizabeth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you did, you did, you did. So, so like having kids that are like, um, yeah, having kids that are like social people, like that have like podcasts and know. YouTube yeah. and like LinkedIn yeah, profiles. It's huge. It's how, huge. like, when we started, how was it for you? When what was going started, through your mind? I, I, when you started, I was fighting all of you, yeah. I especially Fikayo. Hey. I had a very nasty because I, when he says uh, I'm going to be born to be great, I, I say for Jesus, for Jesus. I started praying, I started praying, and that was why I even I was the one that put it in his mind that why don't you because it's not with me why don't you because I saw that anytime he's doing birthday. He's always giving out gifts. He would pick two or three of his friends and said he wants to give back to mm-hmm. the society, give back to the homeless. So when I saw him, I, he did that two times. And I said, why don't you do start a project, like projects impacting life? So because I was afraid that he's there and a lot of vices. And I said, why don't you do that? Mm-hmm. So now... That was how he started it. But when he started his YouTube channel, how was that for you? When he started his YouTube channel, I wasn't happy. <laughs> I said, you will lose focus. Oh, mm-hmm. That you will lose focus. All these uh, influencer, you didn't say, ah, pound, uh, dollars that were sending, that were, you, you are not facing your studies. You are doing, that was the time he was doing circle dance. This dance, he was putting uh, dancers together, you know, recording on YouTube. I didn't even understand YouTube that time. It was like somebody going to the other side mm-hmm. of uh, being wayward. I wasn't, I was You didn't understand it? I didn't understand it at all. I was scared. I was afraid. I was like, whoa. But like later but on. Later on, when Vikayo started saying, ah, thank God. Uh, my God did it. Can he come and say this boy? He said this boy. I was just his answered prayer. Please stop. So when I started my podcast, how was it for you? When you started your podcast, I didn't see it as a, I didn't see it as something bad. Mm-hmm. But I just say that I didn't. I just look at it that is your hobby because mm-hmm. you like talking. Later, I get to know that you are not the outgoing. Before, I thought you'd be sociable. You like makeup. You like because I used to beg you to even makeup. I thought you like makeup. I thought you be, you know, sociable. You like party beats, but I have to caution you. <laughs> but you don't even. It's just podcast reading. Uh, you know, 
and talking about relationship, you talk, like talking about relationship, you like gisting mm-hmm. with your friends, you like having gist relationship, talking, you like all these relationship gists. <laughs> yeah, I like talking about relationships. <laughs> but like, you it like, was. You like dating, gist. Like, you want to know about marriage. You are very motherly and homely. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Well, like, it was so funny how, like, growing up, mommy always thought, like, I would yawo. That means, like, oh, I was going to be a wayward person because, like, my life, I was not putting myself out there. She thought I was a very yes. loud person. When you now start the podcast, I say this girlie, <laughs> all your secrets, you are putting it out. All what must you talk? Must you talk? Must you say things? Your life, ah, the secret of your life. I not to now. Sometimes you're just like, what is God doing? Sometimes I say, ah, you don't need all this mm-hmm. because Africans were very, you know, especially tradition. Mm-hmm. We believe growing up we keep to ourselves mm-hmm. like all the sex education nobody taught us about sex education we don't even my my parent never sat me or don't go to party or don't do this it's my daddy that always cautioned me mm-hmm. but my mom we never had conversation about menstruation about going to party about menstruation all. you guys didn't have any conversation my my parents are old in days. My mom so how did you figure it out? Through biology. Really? Yeah. So there was and no I like... Have, I have brothers. They never... Nobody. I don't have sister guidance or any uh, education about two meets boys or... No, no, no. Really? Yeah. So like... Everything is in school. So like the first time you had your period and everything, like me, like the first time I had I've my period. I already know because I, I'm educated. I, 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 oh, like so you already knew from school, school what it was. What it was. Like I'm trying to imagine if I was not, like you were not there and I know not call you that. I know that's what was happening. Like I know what's happening, but like, okay, come home now. <laughs> <laughs> like so you had to like figure out a lot of a things. A lot of things. While growing up. While growing up. Oh, interesting. I think we've said a lot of things, a whole lot of things. And I'm really grateful that I have you, I have a mom to like, not just a mom, like a mom that I can talk to like this and like have you just share stuff with me and everything. And as you're turning a year older, right, what's one thing like if you could have like different kids in front of you now, you know the way Jesus used to preach to people. So if you have like different kids and like just youths around what would you like to tell them like as an important thing like from your experience in life what's something that is very important that you would like them to like carry around like in life what i would advise every youth is to have god in their life Mm -hmm. that they should carry it around they should know god not just have him they should know him i'm not preaching Mm -hmm. because i'm I believe I'm youthful and I've had experience. When you have God, your life will be different. Your children, your world, when I'm saying world, that means your family, your your territory, your boundaries. There's a program they call the light up, light up. You will light up your environment mm-hmm. and it will be for your own good. Mm-hmm. You you will not be in trouble. 
you will not chase trouble and you'll be out of the reach of yeah. trouble. So when you have God, whatever goal you set for yourself, you will achieve. It may be slow, or but slow and steady, you will get there. Mm-hmm. When you have God, you have wealth. And money is not everything. Mm-hmm. You have peace of mind, which is the most important. So having God, you will marry rights. Even if you have challenge in your marriage, you will know you will not go and do the unthinkable things mm-hmm. to set your your challenges right. Mm-hmm. So when you have God, you have everything. Mm-hmm. You will not lose. Mm-hmm. You, God will be guiding you step by step. Mm-hmm. So you conquer all troubles. So that's why I said what I would advise you to, when you have God, you choose good school. When you are in the school, you mix with the good people. When you you know, when you are in NYC, you are working the office, you are because there's trouble everywhere. There's trouble since the day you came out of your prayer, they say when, when like this, there's trouble. <laughs> Yeah. Even traditionally, they would tell you that a child that was crying when is saying, "Ah, I'm here. I'm here in this trouble world." Mm-hmm. So life is full of you can't do away with trouble. It's mm-hmm. part of challenge that will make you grow. Mm-hmm. That's why I need God. And that is why you need God, because whether you are rich or poor, whether you are rich. Or you are poor or you are average, you always want to move to the next level. Mm-hmm. And you will always have enemies. Enemy within, you can even be your own enemy mm-hmm. yourself. Enemy outside, enemy where you live. So the only solution, enemy in school, enemy place of work, enemy when you are giving birth, enemy, you know, life. So the only solution, marital enemy, physical enemy, the only solution is to have God. So we're going to end in the notes of advice of being a better you. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling all the youths out there Mm -hmm. listening to me that 2023 be a better version of yourself. And all my children, whether Biological or by association, by spiritual uh, spiritual children, be a better you. And I'm telling myself, Mm -hmm. as a mother, as a wife, Mm -hmm. as a pastor, to be a better version of myself this year. Oh, wow! Wow, thank you. High five. (laughs) Thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. I actually had a lovely time. I had a great time and I just want to say, first of all, happy birthday. I'm the first person to tell you happy birthday, right? So happy birthday. This is going to be out on your birthday, exactly. So I just want to say that it's like, it's really lovely having a mom like you. You're like amazing. You're sweet. You're my guy. Like, you be my guy. <laughs> <laughs> and like, most times, although like you do vex me, like most times you were always fighting, but like, it's never anything crazy, right? No matter whatever 
challenge we face because like we're growing so like most of them are trying to understand me i'm trying to understand where you're coming from and then we just clash in the middle and we end up just fighting and maybe there's one bad blood between us <laughs> or you vex for me that i not do something when you said i should do it no matter what it is like it'll keep happening because we're together forever basically and um i just really appreciate the fact that you're there even when i don't want you to be there you're always there <laughs> like most times when like i'm having tough times or you know facing challenges I don't need to like literally say it out loud. Like you can feel it, and like even though my reactions like well, I just want to be by myself, you just squeeze me or you try to like, you just be there, right? And I'm really grateful that you understand me. And I don't have to always use all my mouth to explain a lot of things. Like you just get me, sometimes, very few times. The few times you get me, it's really nice. But most times, like we're always fighting, and, and that's okay. That's okay. Um. What else did I want to say? Also, like, just having you as a mother to, like, my siblings and I, and for, like, the years of dedication, because I know, like, there's a lot in your life you changed just to, like, raise my siblings and I, right? And you've, you've invested a lot in our lives. So, like, I'm really grateful. I think most of how I am and, like, the moralist you described is mostly because of you. You know, a lot of things you impacted in our lives, like in terms of like morals, the way we behave, what to say, what not to say, how to behave, being cultured, being respectful. We learned a lot of that from like watching you and like you always like this conversation we just had is how I live my life every day. Like my mom could just come and sit beside us and next day she's giving us a whole sermon on history and like life and we're just like okay so in that moment when she's speaking we're just like okay can we like go and press our phone like can we leave <laughs> but like when you sit down and like you think about it like it's just in your head right it's like what you keep hearing over and over again so like i'm grateful that we have a mom and i have a mom that can like talk to me about things like this that can like talk to her about everything even the ones you don't want to hear like maybe the first time i remember the first time i told you about my relationship and you were like so so i guessed right i knew i knew something was happening <laughs> and like you know i was just still able to tell you that ah, this is what happened though. this is what's going on like we still have that kind of like relationship which is very nice and like like you're the only daughter and i'm also the only daughter so like we have each other even though like again you can be very annoying sometimes and you look for my trouble but like i still feel like those are probably experiences i'll tell like my kids and stuff like this grandma you have seen and there's all vibes and cool. <laughs> she used to vex me back in the days. So like it's just really nice that we get to laugh together. And oh, now this podcast that I remember when I started, like I told you, I was like, I'm starting my podcast. You're like, I don't know what podcast <laughs> is, but okay. So like even with explaining to you, you listening to my first episode, me recording with Frank Edwards all of that, like, getting copper files added to this one, like, you've been pretty much supportive, although you've been, like, obviously a cautious mom, like, what is this world my daughter is getting into? I've not been in this world before, so how can I protect her? So, like, it's just been a long ride, right? But we're finally here after four years. You decided to be a guest on this podcast, you do understand. So, like, I'm just trying to say, like, all my rambling is basically trying to say thank you, right? Thank you for being my mom, Thank you for being there. And like, I hope you always remember that I love you so much. And like, this podcast is going to be till the end of time. So like, you'll be able Thank to listen to it all the time and stuff. It's like the podcast is like hizing on the kick for oh. my birthday. 
for my 50, 52nd birthday. Aww. So I'm really happy to be a guest on your podcast. It's a lot for me. Wow, I'm tearing up. <laughs> it's a lot emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously. Uh, you are of age and you are now a woman and an adult and I'm happy seeing you fulfilling your dreams and not negatively and I pray that uh, it will take you to the best level you ever wanted to be. Amen. Alright. So I think we've come to the end of the episode. You need me for it to end on such an emotional note. But yeah, would you like to be a guest some other time? Why not? And next time I'm going to play a game. We're not going to do any deep talks. Any, anyhow you want it. Okay. I'm always there for you. And I remember you said that you want your own podcast. You know, I will not let it go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start that podcast. Yeah, I think I'm coming out. Okay. Bye, guys. I'll see you in my next episode. Tell them bye. Bye. God bless you. Amen. <laughs>